we've got a couple of guys sitting down um, that you're going to want to hear from. Uh, Robert Gallery, former NFL player, and Marcus Capone, SEAL Team 6 yes, guy. Uh, as you show your bicep. <laughs> I, I, I will what not, did I say? I was like, those guys are jacked. Look at them. I know. What's up, boys? How are y'all? We're good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. Fun to be here in Radio Row. And Super Bowl should be fun. So yeah. So at what point, Marcus, did you did you say to yourself, "Hey, man, I want to, I want to, I, I want to be in Seals Team Six. Like, I, I want to be that guy." When I found out I can play in the NFL, of course. Is that what it was? <laughs> you know, I'd tell everybody I was a shitty, a shitty college quarterback, but a pretty good soldier. Um, no, I had a, you know, I was, I was, I grew up with a ball in my hand, and. Um, I didn't see myself stepping off from college into a certain tie and, and uh, trying to figure it out. And so um, I just I wanted to do something different, bigger than myself. And I saw some, I don't know, I saw a movie on TV. I started reading some books and, you know, got me excited. And when they started talking about the best of the best, I was I was hooked. And so the more I read, the more intrigued I got. And uh, a lot happened that year. I, I graduated SIU. I had our first child. I got married. And I uh, stepped into the military. So, That's unbelievable. Yeah. Happily married, 25 years later, two wow. children, both out of the house. One's a freshman at San Diego State, so all is good. Yeah. What were there, life change at once. All of it. Might as well. <laughs> uh, were, the, were there any uh, points along the way where you thought, what am I doing? There was, I'm still trying to figure. Do, do, yeah. I, I ask the same question every day. What am I doing? I'm speaking about yeah. mental health care. And what, you know. um, yeah, I, I think uh, every person I spoke to thought I was crazy. My parents thought I was crazy. They were both, you know, hippies that went to Woodstock, and, and they just had, you know, when I told them I was going in the military to be a SEAL, they, they had no idea. Um, but, you know, it's, it's um, I loved every minute of it. I, I got everything I asked for and more. Uh, I went in prior to 9-11, and I was in third phase of SEAL training when the towers came down. So, as you can imagine, it was a bit busy from that point on for the next 20 years. That's amazing. Um, Mic drop? Or, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody was silent. I don't know. So, Sometimes I don't do it. <laughs> well, with SEAL team guys, I'm always uh, wary, like, in terms of what to ask and how you can, much Hey, you can ask I whatever can you want. I'm just not going to talk about any tactics. Uh, right. So, like, I mean, so I, I don't even understand that life. Like, you get yeah. a call in the night, and then you're gone for – how yeah, long? yeah. I mean, uh, we were, yes, yes, that can happen, absolutely. Um, but we also were deployed. So I was deployed, you know, multiple times to both Iraq and Afghanistan. And what you do is you, you know, you train up with your unit and uh, you go overseas as a unit and you sit in this cushy thing that you try to build and put together. And then uh, every night you, you know, you, you, you sleep, you sleep and you're up on opposite time. So you sleep during the day and you wake up around 4 or 5 p.m. and kind of get the intel reports and say, okay, who are we going after tonight? And that's kind of how it is for the next 10 or 15 or 20 years. And that's, yeah, I mean, we, we woke up, stayed in bed for an extra hour, yeah. thought about, like, when's our first interview, 9 you know, o'clock. I, yeah, I talk about it like it's normal. but um, You do, I know. I, yeah, I, you know, um, I told my wife, I'm like, Amber, you, you met me in college. You already knew that there was something wrong with me. And I said, you're still trying to figure, figure this out. I was like, I'm just the same, same person, just, you know, just – I'm tuned a little bit differently than, than most. So. Robert Gallery with us as well, uh, number two overall pick. Um, you miss football at all? I do. There's there's a certain aspects of it. You know the camaraderie, the teamwork, the you know the going in, the you know the mission uh, per se, quote yeah. unquote. Um, so that part of it, I do. It's hard. You don't find that uh, being a dad and going to 
soccer games and, and hanging out with the, the, the kids, friends, parents, because uh, they don't understand how we think, right? I'm, I'm like Marcus, I'm still all in. It's a, it's full bore um, no matter what we do. So if it's, you know, you, you don't do anything, you know, halfway. And that's, you know, that's not always great in your life. Um, I, I learned that in certain aspects uh, of my health, uh, you know, because it's, you know, it's not one drink. It's, it's 50 drinks. Um you know, so we we I definitely miss football. Uh, there's things about uh, just going out and trying to to be the best. And but now I'm trying to be the best dad. I'm trying to be the best husband. Um, but it's definitely uh, something you miss. And and to be a guy around a guy like Marcus, it's you know we get fired up, right? You know, because we're both kind of you know has been's a little bit uh, from what we used to be. But it's great to get around a guy that understands when I you know say something that people look at you weird. You're like, <laughs> calm down, dude. You're so intense. I'm like no, like you know. <laughs> you know we're gonna we're gonna go surf but we're gonna go hit you know it's it's, it's everything is, is so it's uh you know i love the love the game of football so when when does um how do you get to scratch that itch you know missing that team regardless if it's football whether it's being in the seals whether it's you going out play, play a pickup game like how do you scratch that itch and also be able to counter that with being a dad you know, I think you, you find the things that you enjoy. There's a, you know, when I was playing, I loved lifting weights. Like, I was that guy in the weight room with 600 pounds on my back squatting because I, that, that was part of the, part of the training I loved. Um, and I know that's not healthy for me now. So now yeah. there's other things. Uh, I've become friends with other, uh, you know, ex-pros in, in whatever realm, you know, mountain biking, um, you know, you, I dig into something that's that's healthy for me. Right. Uh, whether it's wake surfing behind the boat, we live in Lake Tahoe, so we, uh, you know, we uh, wake surf behind it. We have wake surf boat. You know, yeah. so there's things that you do, and my wife understands it. My my wife was a, a college athlete. She played uh, basketball at the University of Iowa, where I went to school. Uh, so she gets it. So right. she doesn't look at me like I'm crazy when the heck I need to go out. And, and grind out a mountain bike ride that most people are like why would you what's fun about that like yeah. climbing 2,000 vertical feet to where almost have a heart attack right. you know and right. so I think you you find those things um, and for me I'll see too it's it's where we live and that's part of the reason we we moved uh, in the mountains is because I can take my kids out on the ski hill and that's joy for me doing stuff with them and, and seeing them and teaching them like how we we think as, as a, ex-athletes. Right, so for both of you, um, I former athlete, able to transition into the radio, and they don't know this, but they're my crutch as my therapy. You know, I get to do this a lot and talk every day. You it know, is, so honestly. if anything's bothering me, I, somehow yeah. I can work it in here, bounce it off one of them, and, yeah. you know, feed it back into society, however it goes back. But how often do you guys have to have conversations and have somebody to have an ear to listen? And they understand what you're talking about. Like you said, like you need somebody to talk to. What if he's not the one that's there that, yeah. that you can bounce it off of? I think for me personally, uh, you f- you find those people, right? You find those things. And for me, going through the ups and downs I had after my playing career and the issues uh, with with my brain and the, the journey that took me on to meet Marcus, um, you know, now for me, talking about mental health and talking about the uh, the psychedelic assisted therapy I went through because of Marcus, like here talking to people about it, uh, that's therapy for yeah. me. Uh, you know, I have those few handfuls of people in my life that if something's going on, I didn't know I can go talk to them because they're not going to judge me. He's not the guy next door who doesn't understand. All they see is, oh, you're an ex-NFL player. Right. You made all this money right. and your life is perfect, you know. And I, 
and I, and I, I don't want anyone to feel sorry for him, but we we all, everyone, I don't care what you come from, SEALs, football, or a businessman, uh, or the lady working at the grocery store, we all have issues, right? And it's, you know, I'm not looking to be felt sorry for because, like I said, I would do it all over again. I would right. do everything over again that I did. Right. But there is uh, something about taking care of yourself and then helping someone. I saw what Marcus did for me. Uh, you know, I called him out of the blue um, from his website, from a podcast I heard him on huh. about what he was doing with veterans, uh, um, you know, with the psychedelic assisted therapy. And if I can do that for one person in the NFL, one guy that hears my story and would reach out for help or another option of something he needs, like that's that's the therapy for me. Uh, Robert Gallery, Marcus Capone. Marcus, you get messages like that from people a lot? A lot. Re- reaching out a, a ton and yeah. the, the more we're talking about it um the more we're open about it the more we're getting and and i've, I've actually had to um move off social social media um yeah. just because of um it's difficult for me to hear uh the a lot of the stories because there's there's so many yeah and um you know we're growing but there's just so many resources and uh, you know a lot of the, the stuff that we're doing which is really um, psychedelic assisted therapy but really we're just trying to pro- provide a better quality of life that's just like a tool um, you know, we like a to, foundational piece. It's a foundational piece yeah. that I think we, we think you really need because we're finding it's, it's working far superior than anything else out there for mental health. Um, but individuals have to go outside the U.S. at the moment. So what we're working on now is more research and advocacy work. So we're doing a ton of legislative work, both uh, state and federal, um, to get access to these right here in the U.S. so individuals don't have to go out. But, you know, building tribe and community and, you know, like this is your medicine. And, yeah. you know, we're trying to build partnerships with a lot of different organizations that, you know, are just, you know, bringing individuals together. And, and hopefully we can do this stuff when we're active. So when the guys and girls are on active duty or individuals that are still playing football, if they could start implementing some of these, like, good, healthy lifestyle habits prior to, you know, their brain all of a sudden says, hey, I don't want to work correctly anymore now you need to fix me yeah you know like let's start to figure that out too so robert how much weight have you lost since you were a player i'm down about 70 pounds 70 320 to 330 when i played and i'm about 260 now so yeah it was one of of those i got done i don't need to be this big you know i got down to 300 i still felt terrible yeah um and and you see you know now i lift up a 25 pound dumbbell or a bell um uh, weights and i'm like i carried three of these around you know it's just so unhealthy and luckily you know luckily i when i played i had to work to keep the weight on i i had to put the calories in um but you know it's 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 all how you feel and now i'm you know obsessed with feeling better you know i'm getting my brain better i want my body to feel good i do a ton of stuff every day it's not you know a simple fix any of this the brain the body it's a every day i mean i spend three four hours a day doing therapies to feel good um but it's you know i want to feel good i want to be around for my kids and be able to you know walk around and 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 look good and you know not only feel good but look good former raider robert gallery marcus capone seal team six guys hey thanks for the time guys on on the way out is is there a place people can go to to get more information about what you guys are doing yeah um so we we co-founded vets my wife and i four years ago we have about 20 people now working there um uh, we have funded over 450 combat veterans to go outside the U.S. Wow. to do this. I know it's, yeah. it's getting really busy, and um, and that's why, like I said, guys like you know Robert, this is business a lot more. You know, we need to help a lot more. Um, visit uh, vetsolutions.org. 
Okay. You can learn about you know what we're doing and this new mission, and it's it's becoming kind of a global nonprofit. Um, starting to work with other countries because you know we're not the only country that. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of suffering going on out there, especially the, the mental health stuff. And so, where we can step in, um, you know, we we'd like to. Appreciate so, you guys. Yep. Thank um, you so much. Great Thanks, message. Guys. Congrats on everything and thank good you. luck.